Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Get involved anytime. Text 0467 736 736 or call 13 13 55. This is Mornings with Ben Davis. Good. John Williamson before the Wallabies singing Walsing Matilda. Bring that back, I say. Uh, rugby, what, why has it fallen off a cliff? What? Why has this crept up on us? The fact that the blood is low is at the MCG Saturday night. Uh, one man who's probably just burning with the ear, in the ears, me saying that, is a former Wallaby. He's a former Queensland Red. He's also a former Stingray from the sunny coast. Uh, he is now part of the Stan commentary team. Uh, Morgan Tiranui, very good morning to you. Did, you. did you play a test where John Williamson or Troy Casadale played Walsing Matilda to kick things off? Yeah, I did, Benny. Good morning. Um, yeah, I did, actually. And it was always good fun. Often it was used as a little bit of a buffer between the Harker against the All Blacks and kickoff, just to try and get them to calm down a bit from being so fired up after the Harker. And then but obviously uh, uh, Johnny Williamson, he wrote a, a Wallaby song as well, the number yeah. on your back. So that would play after the wins as well. So, well, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised with our new Rugby Australia CEO, Phil War. If you see the great man, John Williamson, back at some stage, I'm not sure when, but uh, just, a, just a little bit of that stirring stirring in the heart a little bit already listening to that then and it was interesting your comment about you know rugby falling off a cliff yeah. 20 years since we held the bladders low it's probably more a bit of a slide the cliff you can react hard to it's just been this sort of steady slide and then you turn around and as you mentioned it's uh, well, it's 21 years since Matt Burke's penalty goal retained the 2002 blood as well, and 2003 since we lost it. Mate, and that's the thing. Look, I'd, I'd circle in the calendar, blood as and they'd normally be at Suncorp Stadium. Of course, we've got the Women's World Cup uh, footy going on at, at the moment, and which is which is the, one of the reasons why it's being played at the MCG, because there's no rectangular fields uh, available, but also it's crept up. I, I, I just went, hang on, there's a blood as this weekend. And the only reason I knew that is because Taniela Tupo, uh, is now back into calculations as World Cup spots up for grabs. How much of a oh, – it's probably a leading question. How much of a chance are we, uh, considering what we've seen so far from the Wallabies, Morgan? Well, funnily enough, the fact that we shouldn't be a chance on performance probably means that we are. Good. Sometimes that's what Wallabies <laughs> teams are like. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's the week – most weeks I've convinced myself by about Thursday night that Wallabies are going to win no matter who they play. <laughs> but, but truthfully, the All Blacks, who, who haven't been invincible the last few years to, in the rugby world, their first two test matches of the year have been absolutely outstanding. Uh, they, the first 20 minutes over in Argentina, they blew Argentina off the park. And then South Africa, obviously, were too good for us at altitude in Pretoria, sent a really good team over to New Zealand. Uh, and they were, they were just outclassed in the first 20 as well. So they've started well in New Zealand. So they're in peak form. The Wallabies, of course, new coach, New way of playing, new assistant coaches, some new selections. They're a work in progress. 
So I saw enough to be positive about the future of, of, of the Wallabies this year, whether they're ready to go for a Bledisloe straight away against the All Blacks is the other thing. Look, this is the one. This MCG, massive crowd, as you mentioned, um, being being at that the, the big stadium. Um, what we should do is play in Brisbane every time, I think, because that's where our best record is. Oh, yeah. Simple. Go to Suncorp whenever we can. It's the Wallab- but, um, Wallabies' but, house of pain, isn't it, Suncorp? It, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. And uh, oh, I just think that, look, the Wallabies need a good performance to just to keep to build. And that means also that these are all black players that they played during super. They've played before. It's not a, you know, it's not a, um, an opposition they don't know about. It's just whether the rugby measured up is going to be good enough on Saturday night. Well, I, I take my mind back to when we last played the all blacks in Melbourne. It was, it was that Bernard Foley penalty run on the end, wasn't it? With the time wasting that, that, that cost us the French referee. Um, it's all coming back to me now as a, as a nightmare. So we, we almost took their scalp, but there's bigger, there's, there's bigger things at play, and normally we wouldn't say that about a Bledisloe Cup. Is there anything bigger? Well, there is. It, it's a World Cup, and what have we got? Three three tests for Eddie to work it out. Yeah, that's exactly it. I'm, I'm glad you reminded me once again of that night. That was the, that was the <laughs> night where we thought, oh, well, we've done this. So yeah. It was one of the great, down by 20 points, one of the great comebacks that the Wallabies have ever had, and then... Uh, you know, we've we've moved on, but what I will say is that a referee pulls out some sort of interpretation that's never before been seen in the game of rugby union. Anyway, <laughs> we've moved on. Um, but it, but also, you know, lots of those players from both sides will be on the field again. The Wallabies know they have that sort of rugby in them. Uh, they're going to play a slightly more ambitious way of attacking with a little bit less structure, which does have teasing problems. So, as you mentioned, three matches to the World Cup, two against New Zealand. So next week they go to Dunedin and play them again, and then France two weeks out from the World Cup. So not a lot of time for Eddie Jones to put his stamp on the team. So just incremental improvements in their game are important, but it's still a bloater's like They've still got to go out there. Yes. They've got to go out there and win collisions. They've got to go and put their body on the line. And if we're 20 to go, the, the, you know, the game's tight, then there's an opportunity there that they've earned to build. They've got to have a crack at winning this. Morgan, you, you mentioned you've, you've seen something that gives you hope for the future. What is it? G- give us an idea and something that is Aussies that we can cling on to, knowing that all hope isn't lost because we haven't had any success yet under Eddie. Yeah, I suppose the big thing is that my point of view too is that is respecting the era of Dave Rennie where he did build a lot of capability through the team. He didn't get the wins. I think it was a 38% win record. And yeah. So when you're when you're just a footy coach like Dave Rennie, I never saw him happier than when he was on the field coaching his team. And then all you can do is live and die by your win-loss record, even though the context of COVID and bubbles and travel and all those things were there. Playing the All Blacks even more than we usually did. I think his first year as the Wallaby coach, he played them four times. Um, so, so he built a really good group of players that, that work hard and they just needed an extra push. My confidence and positivity draws from a simple fact that I trust the head coach. I believe in the head coach. He's the smartest hardest working guy that I've ever come across. I saw, you know, he was a huge positive influence on lots of players in my era. So I know that he's got it in him. What, what needs to happen is lots of, needs to be lots of system changes in Australian rugby as well around pathways and talent ID and all that sort of stuff. But when you've got a guy like that at the top of the tree, he's an agent for change. So if he sees changes that he needs, he can affect them. Dave Rennie's a footy coach. Eddie Jones will run the game in Australian rugby. He's got a former Wallaby captain as the new CEO. He's got a chairman that... Whether you agree with him or not, he's out there punching away for the game. So there's three guys who make huge changes to the game, and that's why I'm confident. And in terms of on the footy in the short term, uh, Eddie Jones leaves no stone unturned in his preparation. He can find little ways the Wallabies can improve. Um, and, and truthfully, lots of teams will play Eddie Jones teams worried about what he's going to throw at them. 
All right, you're selling it to me for the future. What about this Saturday <laughs> night? We've we, we, we've got Taniella back. How he he is vitally important to any team he plays in, isn't he? Yeah, he's hugely important. As you saw with the Queensland Reds this year, it's yeah. a perfect example. He, he truthfully carried them, along with lots of good players around him, to that Super Rugby AU victory, and they felt his absence this year. Um, you know, they were just set up to have a, a tough season. They actually did pretty well, truthfully, to qualify for the finals off the back of so much being reliant on 10 and 2 plus platform and his carry. The Wallabies now get that. The hugely positive return of Angus Bell as well on the other side of the scrum means... Four top-quality props, which you need. So Taniella and Angus Bell back is huge for the Wallabies. I've loved seeing, you know, the mix of some of the bench come in, the Tate McDermott's and guys are out from up north, um, adding a bit of pace to the game late. So there's lots of little positives around the Wallabies. They just need to see more and more of it. I love watching Quade Cooper play. Are you convinced that he should be our number 10 for the World Cup? Well, Eddie certainly is. Uh, you know, he seems to be the one that he thinks can manage the game for him. When you look at you, know, you look at the way he's building a Wallabies back line, for example, he's he's got two out and out X Factor players. He's looking for Cor and Betty, and probably Noanga Nitawasi now after his performance last week on the wings. He wants power through the middle, like a Samu Karevi, and whoever will be paired with him, whether it's a Jordan Pataya or an Izzy Parisi, who Queensland fans will know, and then maybe someone a bit more settled, like an Andrew Kellaway at fullback. So that just means they need a Quade Cooper character to control things and guide them around the park, and he'll get better and better as well. He's two matches back from a ruptured Achilles pretty much like he's you know mm. pretty much destroyed his ankle um, so that takes time as well lots of guys coming back from injury which also gives me patience uh, but I also liked it more and more you might see Carter Gordon the Queensland kid who's come through at the Rebels down in Melbourne I really like the look of him for the future so it's a good way of bringing him through without throwing him into the deep end which we've done so many times before with young tens. Mate, I love you mentioning these Queenslanders. Good stuff. We'll keep that rocking and rolling. No, I, know, I, I know who you are, mate. I know what you're like. <laughs> so, you know, I just want to make sure you're happy. Hey, come on. You were a Queensland Red too, as I said. Well, Sunshine mate, Coast. I'm a very proud vintage Red. Yeah, exactly. But exactly. well, let's forget the 65 games for the Warriors. We're counting the, <laughs> yeah. the, the dozen-year paper for Queensland. It took me a while to see the light. Yeah. <laughs> and we are glad that you uh, came to God's country. Outstanding stuff. Mate, we, we'll, we'll watch with interest and perhaps some uh, renewed vigour and hope after this chat, mate. We'll see it Saturday night. Of course, uh, it is ad-free. The All Blacks and Wallabies Bledisloe are on stand, your new home of rugbystand.com.au. Morgan, thank you, mate. Good luck and calling over the weekend. It's 10.32 this Tuesday morning here on SENQ.